welcome to the One to Nine podcast for interesting insights and knowledge from animals and other beings within multidimensional realms. Hey, Diana. Hey, Karen. <laughs> Whoa, welcome to another episode. I'm wondering who wants to step forward today and talk to us. Well, when we were discussing this maybe 10 minutes ago, there was a donkey that just appeared. And, uh, a donkey. A donkey, yes, I know. It's like, where did this donkey come from? A single donkey, not a collective. One, one donkey, right? And he's, he's, was sta- he's still standing there expectantly, or expectantly. He's expecting to do, us to ask him to, to do something or to say something. Um, now, Is it a Mr. Donkey or a Ms. Donkey? I don't know. Mr. Mr. Donkey? It's a Mr. Donkey, yeah. So, and uh, it's probably part of the farm. The farm in Hawaii? Probably, yeah. All right, where are we going in February? Right, because you said there's, there's animals there. So, I mean, I think he's acting like a this spokesperson for the farm. For the whole farm? I believe so, yeah. Does he have any of the dolphin wisdom in him after being on a farm and being involved in dolphin nah, swimmers? He says dolphins, ah, they're in the water. <laughs> I don't care about them. <laughs> it's like, oh, very interesting. Um, well, just because he's down in Hawaii and he's working with the same group of group of people who are organizing this doesn't mean he has to be, you know with all the the activities you know maybe he doesn't get along with the dolphins you know I don't know maybe he doesn't like water uh, we'll ask him yeah water's okay what about salt water oh no oh Oh, there you go he doesn't like the salt water right no no he prefers the does the donkey know he could float easier in the salt water he doesn't really care it's too salty (laughs) <laughs> it's too salty for him. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, he's had experiences where he's been in the water, right? And somehow, it's like, waves come up over him, and he just is, is forced to drink the salty water, and he did not like that at all. So he avoids the, the ocean now. So is he running free on the farm? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's with all the other animals there, you know. He enjoys his life. I hate to ask this, but are there pigs there? No, no pigs. Mm, chickens? Yes, chickens. Uh-huh. Lots of chickens. What's your job? Well, he's a greeter. Oh, he's a greeter. Yeah, he's a greeter. Does he have a name? Um, it starts with an S. That's all I can get at the moment. So he greets the guests, or does he greet the other animals that come? Uh, there's not that many other animals that come there regularly. The, the guests. He greets the guests. Does he give them rides? Um, the smaller ones. He doesn't like very heavy people. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, you know, I mean, he's a small donkey. So, little donkey, what is it they'd like us to know? Oh, that that is really nice down there. And um, it's going to arrange so that we have good weather. And um, that all the other animals on the farm will like us and not be mean to us. Because chickens can sometimes pee. Yeah, he's kind of like, just sort of like a general, a goodwill host. Oh, well, tell the donkey thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. Well, I guess I can tell him directly. Yes, thank, thank right. you. Thank you, donkey, S. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> Mr. S. Oh, he's saying thank you. Yeah, he's Look, saying, looking forward to seeing you. And looking forward to seeing you as well. I don't know that many donkeys. I don't know any at all. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Okay, now he's saying bye now. So he's all going right. off to do his donkey thing. Okay, awesome. What about the dolphins? Are they around today? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, actually, the past couple of days, I think they've been waiting for us to talk to them again. Because they're back in a circle. Oh, they're back in a circle. Yeah. And this is the Dolphin Collective, right? Um, yes, it's the dolphins that are in the water that's around that area. The whatever it's Con called. The Kona Coast of Hawaii. Right. It's the dolphins that are form this community. Is it an interspecies? You mean, are there more species of dolphins in that group? Yeah, like different ones, like spinners and bottlenoses and whales. and. No, it seems like there's just one species. Yeah, although there are, there's another, there's other species of dolphins nearby, right? So those are other communities. And they get along, you know, mm -hmm. but they're just not part of their their collect. We're talking to one specific collective. Are they spinner dolphins, bottlenose dolphins? Oh, um, they're saying they're bottlenose dolphins. Very interesting. But of course they don't call themselves that. They just call themselves dolphin people. People? Well, I mean, they think of themselves as, well... Individuals or...? Indi you know, people meaning, so like, individuals who have uh, intelligent consciousnesses and who are able to interact with each other and other, other beings. That's what... And individually. Yeah. So uh, people are beings or I don't know. So are they made up of actual dolphins or is this a, a more of a collective of dolphin energy, like energetic beings or are these actual dolphins that we're communicating with? Oh, right now. Yeah. As this collective. Um, see, they don't see it that way. They see themselves as, you know, real dolphins, but also energetic beings. They're one and the same. They're one and the same. Okay. Yeah, that's why we can talk to them now. Okay. So we're talking to the actual dolphins, but obviously we're not seeing the actual dolphins in the physical world. Right, we're talking to their energetic aspects. Right. Yeah, and they're, they're saying, yeah, they're nodding. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they're kind of like clapping their, their flippers together. I don't know. It's like, oh, you got it. You got it. <laughs> that's awesome. <clears throat> so Diana and I are coming out there to swim with the dolphins, and I'm wondering if you can give us an idea of what we could learn from you, what we expect to learn from you when we're swimming with you. Well, okay. Um, what would you like to learn? Would you like to learn how to get along better with each other, other human peoples, or or get along better with other species of, if I say peoples, it's gonna sound weird, other species of beings? <laughs> um, or would you like to learn how to live better right now in this world? Like, you gotta be a little bit more specific. Oh, interesting. So they could, they have a whole range of things that they could teach. Well, specifically, one thing is, I, I guess me personally, I don't know about you, Diana, but me personally, I would love to learn how to do all of that. But if I just said, maybe I'd like to learn how to live better myself to start with, what would they, what would they have to say? Oh, well, first of all, they would be showing us what, how to achieve that by activities. Okay, I realize I'm not explaining this too well, but... Um, it's like, well, I mean, 
there we would be meeting them in the water and they'd be swimming around right and so they'd be showing us what they do to make themselves happy okay kind of like and depending on what, what they feel like, you know, I mean, if they're playful, if they're in a playful mood, or if they're more energetic, they'd be doing different things in the water. Or if, they, if they're kind of like in a less energetic mood, but more thoughtful, they'd be doing another, another kind of swimming. Um, so depending on how they feel, it's like what they do can either enhance the current state or, or they can change it also. Um, does this make any sense? Well, I... It does. It's a little abstract to stick your finger on exactly, but I mean, it, it, it's abstract. Okay, I'll give you an example. Okay. Well, this is what they're saying. Okay. Right? So, I mean, of course, they're not happy all the time, you know. It's like they've got their ups and downs. Sometimes they're sad, and they always have to try to help other dolphins in their community who are sick or sad. So um, if a dolphin is sad for some reason, they would be doing things with the dolphin, like swimming in a certain kind of way or playing a certain kind of game with them to make them feel better. Well, that sounds a lot like what humans do. Well, yeah, but humans don't necessarily do this on their own. A lot of the time humans do this in an organized fashion, meaning that humans have set up, you know, like kind of like hospitals or therapists or whatever mm -hmm. because they can't they've lost the ability to do this naturally oh okay but but dolphins right they do like we we meaning the dolphins mm -hmm. they're doing this naturally it's just part of helping it's part of being a community right so if a dolphin is down they just start doing the games that help bring the dolphin games or, or whatever or talking to to the it's like an automatic reaction victim it's not really victim right um that's why there's no crime there oh there's no crime not really i mean they do have delinquent dolphins who don't kind of don't want to follow the community rules because <laughs> they do need rules um in order to live kind of like agreeably with each other um but there's no crime give me an example of a rule okay well um you know i mean if a dolphin there's two dolphins and one of them wants to play with the other but the other one doesn't want to play the dolphin who wants to play shouldn't keep pestering the dolphin that they're not allowed to keep pestering is that a rule or is that okay a... these are just kind of like etiquette etiquette dolphin etiquette yes yes mm -hmm. i mean they don't they're not formal rules but everybody mm -hmm. everybody meaning all the dolphins there they if they don't know them already mm -hmm. when when they're young, they're kind of like socialized right. like that. That sounds like a typical human etiquette. If somebody doesn't want to play, leave them alone. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. Unless, of course, it's like they don't want to play for some reason because they're sad about something or, mm -hmm. or I don't know, see, they, us... It, they they know more about what other dolphins are thinking. They don't have to guess. They don't have to ask questions. Ah, so we have to probe lots of times to find out what's wrong. Yeah. Or if we guess, we guess wrong because we don't really know. Right, right. So they know more about what what each other, yeah, that's what they're a very, all thinking. And that's a very big difference. So they're able to address it collectively or individually because they already know. Right. And that's the telepathic aspect of dolphins. Yeah, I mean, they're not broadcast. They're not... So like saying, oh yeah, I feel great today, you know, and this is because blah, blah, blah. They're not doing that with their usual means of communication. It's just their mood and mm -hmm. the other dolphins telepathically sense that. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it makes them more like a big organism rather than a whole bunch of little individual beings. Or both. Well, no, they're both. They're both. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. Both. Exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask a question about how the dolphins get around in the water. Like, some people say it's echolocation, but I'm just wondering, is it echolocation? That, or do they actually have something different that they use to navigate. Yeah, they use a variety of things. Whatever is best for the situation that they're in. Uh, I mean, they do see stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and then the, they've got their, their sonar, and then they've got their tele, telepathic communication, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, they can hear things, too. So, um, I mean, you put that all together, that's like, it's really a fit. I mean, they've got... Uh, um, Fantastic means of communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it. It's got a very sophisticated navigation system. Right. And they don't consciously say, oh, I'm in such and such a situation. I have to use this now. It's like where whatever. They just kind of like communicate or navigate intuitively. Through all their different um, capacities. The ways they collect information. Yeah. Right. All their different capacities. We have a cat here that seems to want to butt in. Oh, it's a Batinsky cat? A Batinsky cat. <laughs> I don't know. His name is Ollie. Maybe Ollie wants to talk to the dolphins. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say to the dolphins? Do you have any questions for him? Do you want Ollie's to thinking. He's like, oh my God, how can they stand being in the water all this time? <laughs> the dolphins are probably wondering, what the heck is the point of all that fur? <laughs> you could just cover cover your body in blubber. And Ollie's thinking, ah, poor dolphins. They don't have anybody to so like hit them on the hit them on the back. Oh, <laughs> pat them and pet them and take care of them. Um, well, no, they take care. They take care of each other. Right. Do you hear that, Ollie? They take care of each other and they play with each other and they're kind to each other most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. So the dolphins communicate from time to time with all the other cetaceans, like whales, different kinds of whales, and dolphins from around the world? Yeah. And are they exchanging ideas, or what do they have? Well, I don't know. I mean, this is this is just me talking. Yeah. It's like I haven't asked them the question yet. Um, if they were actually exchanging, so like, information ideas with all these other various groups, you'd think they'd be more connected to them. But they're not really kind of like, even with other species of dolphins, kind of like they're, they find these, there's these separate groups. So, um, um, yeah, they're saying, well, you know, the, the larger the group, the harder it is to actually live together agreeably. Um, so they, they like to keep it a certain size. Two, three hundred dolphins? No, oh, that's really big. Four hundred dolphins? Yeah, but that's... That's what they say the pod sizes are. I don't know. They're saying, oh, no, no, that's too big. What is their ideal pod size? Um, like, okay, so like within, so like the larger, there's smaller groupings mm-hmm. that stay together. So within the species, there's smaller groups that stay together. No, within the collective. Oh, within the collective. Yeah. But how many are in the collective? 200? 100? With their collective? Uh, well, their collective or, yeah, in general. I suppose it meant it totally depend on the species too well okay they, they're saying they, they've got maybe like 150 but there's certainly not that many so like who are talking to us now mm-hmm. right uh, so their pod is 150 but the collective 
that's communicating. The communications collective is a smaller group of those 150. Yeah, and it could be some of them wanted to do something else at this moment. Some are just not interested in talking to us. <laughs> They're going to wait until we actually get over there. Some of them have, there's things that they have to get done, you know. Um, I mean, they're, they're like any other beings in that they have to survive in the physical world. And so there's things they have to do every day. Okay. So what if we ask some really far out questions? Like, do dolphins communicate with the ETs, extraterrestrial beings? Oh, yes. They're saying, oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And do the ETs come to visit them specifically in the ocean? Yes. And what what do they accomplish when they're there? What do they do? Do ships come down? No, 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 no ships. Just, uh, they don't need ships to travel. The ETs? Yeah. I never thought that they would. It's always strange to me that... And, um, But I don't really know enough about any of that. Well, what I'm seeing from what they're saying the dolphins are saying it's like it's not a whole bunch of ETs it's just like singular ETs not that many of them and they come and they'd be sort of like just swimming in the water like the dolphins oh interesting so the ETs come to visit now do they go do they go visit the ETs the dolphins yeah or do they stay here and the ETs come hmm yo they're saying some of the wiser ones actually go yeah they're they're they, they're, yeah, the wiser ones go into so like the the higher dimensions to visit the ETs. And the ETs that come here, are they? What are they doing here? I don't know. Just like any other guides or spirits or multidimensional beings, um, they are well to observe, to help, um, to actually get information in case they actually come down here to live i mean they're very curious the ets yeah yeah they are but i mean not not curious in the sense of sort of like making scientific experiments on all the things that they encounter they're not going to be making scientific experience experiments on the dolphins they're just coming to observe and yeah but their observation also consists of sort of like you know they can communicate telepathically and get all kinds of information from anything so they're basically not just on vacation. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a working vacation? <laughs> their, their, their whole life is a vacation. <laughs> the dolphins or the ETs? Both. Oh. Oh. There you go. Now we know why the dolphins are smarter. There's the secret right there. Their whole life is a vacation. <laughs> Well, vacation is a different, entirely different concept for them, you know. It's like, it, yeah, yeah, it's an entirely different concept. <laughs> so it's not like they're actually going, maybe their work is their existence, and so it doesn't even seem like work, because they just do it. Well, first of all, they don't really need any kind of payment system. Right? So they're not working for the equivalent of what we think is money, right? Right. So, um, and then they can choose what, what it is they want to do um, because they don't need money. They need sort of like certain tasks done. Mm -hmm. um, 
so I mean so some of them like to do uh, some things others don't like to do those things so they do other things and they all work together so that's why this idea of vacation they think it's like really weird well let's talk more about the ETs now, the ETs also have it's like it's, it's the same same concept there so they don't say oh let me go to earth and have a vacation chill yeah. out for a few days <laughs> swimming with the dolphins no yeah are there specific ETs for visiting dolphins and cetaceans, or are there ETs the same? And they could land on Earth and mingle with any being here. Well, it depends where they're coming from. Oh, you know, where do the ones that visit the dolphins come from? Oh, right. no, no specific galaxy or star or whatever. Right? They come from a variety. It's just. If they want to actually interact with the dolphins, not not all of them want to interact with the dolphins mm -hmm. or observe them or so they know, might play with them or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I mean, they could be from anywhere, and that includes the ones that come to this earth to visit humans. They could be from anywhere too. Yeah, they could be from anywhere. Exactly. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> Well, who knows? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Well, we don't really have a name for ourselves. We just call ourselves the fish people. <laughs> and there you go with the people thing again. Well, yeah. I mean, we're individuals also. But even though we swim around in these big schools, um, we just we know we're different than some other fish we see. Right? Some of them are bigger, some of them got more colors, some of them are, some of them eat us, you know. So, but we don't have a name for ourselves. We just call ourselves the fish people. Versus the fish collective. Yeah. No, this is not the fish collective. Okay. They, they're, they, they call them, yeah, they're the fish people. The fish people. And the fish people are disgruntled. Okay. And it's not, it's, they're disgruntled at you and me for ignoring them or everybody? The fish are basically mad at everybody because just like the dolphins everybody else views them as as you know food um, and they're sentient beings oh yes they are sure of course they're intelligent they do have they have do they have something that they would like to say to us right um, now no well they're yes and no they're disgruntled because they want to be uh, they're disgruntled because uh, basically the dolphins and uh, everybody else thinks of them just as food um, but they are they want to be acknowledged they want to be acknowledged yes they're sentient beings you know perhaps not as intelligent as humans or dolphins but that doesn't mean that we should ignore them, you know? They've got feelings, too. Yeah, they, they're saying they've got feelings, yeah. They, they, they're conscious of the world around them and it, of themselves and each other. Are they... Um, this is a question for me personally, but I no longer eat fish because I feel like they haven't been treated properly and they are disgruntled. Do they think that, um, I think that just makes them, um, 
I just, I don't want to eat them. I want to see them flourish and grow and become happy again. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they want that too, but for them at least, the ones that we're talking to right now, it's not the point of no return, right? They can still say, yes, we're disgruntled and we want things to change. We want you to acknowledge us. We want you to, you know, so like take our energy into account. Um, but they know that there's other species of fish out there that, well, we, we wouldn't be able to help in any way because they just have sunk so low. Are salmon one of them? Yeah, I, mm, they're borderline. Yeah. How about the tuna? Uh, the tunas, they're, they're a little bit better than, than salmon in terms of energy. Yeah, they have more freedom. The salmon are, are uh, mostly kept in pens and yeah, getting sicker. Right. Did you have a question? Um, well, I just... Um, or comment or... No, I just want to say that I don't know exactly which uh, fish I'm talking to right now, but I just want to say that I appreciate the beauty of the fish. I love seeing all the different colors, how they swim through the water, their patterns that they make. The, um, I just want to do a shout out. I think they're all just absolutely gorgeous. And I, and I want them to know that millions of people feel that way, spend a lot of money to go snorkeling and look at the fish. And Well, yeah, thank, they're saying thank you very much for saying that. Um, um, yeah, we need to be reminded of that that because that's where our value is um, we're not just food for for other beings you add beauty right you add you add to our lives if you're happy and we eat you and you're not happy we you you know it's 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 actually harmful to eat you it's the way I get it so we need to keep you happy and we need to appreciate you more right and we do realize that, you know, part of our mission here is actually to be food, you know. We realize that. And we're, we're happy to be doing that. But we want to be happy before we get to be doing that. <laughs> um. Are we talking to fish that are in the Hawaii area? Yeah, yeah, we're talking to the fish that are in the same um, area of the ocean where the dolphins are. Are the fish bothered by boats and sonars and test underground testing and stuff, or is it more just the disappre the uh, disregarding that they get from the general public? Um. If you're talking about with respect to the disgruntled comment mm -hmm. that started all this, um, they were talking specifically about how they wanted to be acknowledged. And, you know, by your comments, they have realized that, you know, there's, there's many, many, many people that do acknowledge them. Um, 
and appreciate them. Um, but with respect to, so like, the quality of the water, where they are, it's not bad. And um, they don't actually swim that far out. I mean, they don't migrate for large distances, so they're in that same area. But they do know that other areas aren't. And they, just like with when they were saying that there's other species of fish that are basically the, the point of no return, um, yeah, they don't know what to do. The fish we're talking to don't know what to do about the fish that are at the point of no return? Right. I mean, the, yeah. Or how to help them. How to help them, yeah. <clears throat> well, can I tell them, can I ask them, if they do figure it out, will they let us know and we will, we will say what they say? Not that it's their job. It's Their job is to be beautiful, have fun, and be food. Right? Live in joy. But if they do have a spark of ideas to help save other fish, you know, we'd be happy to hear it and tell people. Yeah, no, they're saying, oh, okay, yeah. Um, we haven't really thought of anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might come to you, but you have a forum now. So... We'll make sure people hear it, as many people as we can. Yeah, they're saying thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it may not be us that would be actually telling you that because we may be eaten. <laughs> but be- spread the word. Just tell them to spread the word, right. and Diana will hear when you guys are ready, and we'll, we'll do as many podcasts as it takes. Yeah, and they're saying that um, they're... The, their their communication is much more even though they don't think of themselves as a collective it's more it's more like one organism because because they're not around for that long everything has to be communicated fast and quickly and passed on yeah so that yes they will they will to the best of their abilities they will try to think of something okay yeah and we'll ask other fish groups that come into the picture as well. Yes. So no pressure. We don't want them to not have any fun. Right, right. No pressure. No pressure. And their short, sweet lives. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for speaking up. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Diana. That's all for this episode of the 1 to 9 Podcast. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for our newsletter at 1to9podcast.com.